Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. Good being with you again here in Santa Cruz. Really nice. How did you get here? Did you get here? I was sitting here while we were sitting and reflecting on being, just being here. And the idea came to me, oh, but how did I get here? There wasn't any sense of getting here at all, even though I know I got out of bed in San Francisco this morning. But... I realize I didn't get here. I'm just here. There wasn't any getting here. Not really. There was, in the memory, the drive, the traffic, whatever. The texting. (laughs) I wasn't driving. As you arrive fully and become more intimate with the clarity of your essential being, you're really just here. You're not living in the mind. You utilize the mind for whatever it's needed for. But it's not where you reside. So, that's a hint. The best we can do here is just offer hints, maybe suggestions for where to pay attention, how to pay attention, what to notice, Because the learning is built in to what you are. The discovery is built in to your, literally, your nature. Your human nature and your aliveness. Of course, when we begin the journey, whatever that is, and how that works for you, or individuals, usually there's all kinds of elements that lead one to the so-called inner search or the path to freedom. And those stories are very interesting, I think, and fascinating and unique. And you have your own unique story about that, probably. Some of our stories are very similar and some are really different. But somewhere along the way, you begin to realize that what you've learned, what you've heard, what you've read about, what you've believed, what your hopes were, what your expectations are, all ultimately those cards are on the table. And eventually you have to wipe them off the table because they're in the way. It isn't some aggressive rejection of what you learned. No, it's really a recontextualization of your mind and your understanding. 
So what you learned had the value it did when you were where you were and wherever you are. And that's always true. So it's not that you're throwing away or rejecting where you're coming from. You're not beating yourself up in the past for not knowing the right things when you didn't know them. <laughs> but rather, you're beginning to declutter your perceptual field. And that's really wonderful when you begin to discover that less is more and simplicity is almost there. There is the end of knowing, the end of the knower, the end of the one who understands. And there's just being understanding. And that's when you're just here and you're not coming from or going to. There's a planted, grounded, open, spacious, loving, appreciative human reality. Simple instruction, just tell the truth, that's all. Whatever the truth is right now, even if the truth is painful, uncomfortable, discouraging, frustrating, enraging, frightening, sad, lonely, irritating, restless. <laughs> Overwhelming. Hopeless. Just tell the truth. Why? Because you need to. Your heart needs to. Your body needs to. Your spirit needs to. That's why we lose, lose the now, lose the presence, because we've gotten caught up in the tangle of the condition. And it's, you know, a web of fog that obscures the sun. But even though it's foggy, you can feel the sun out there. The UV is still coming through. <laughs> Presence is the same. Even though you're not aware of it, doesn't mean You've lost it. It doesn't mean that you're off track. It just means that you're having the perception you're having right now. What is that? That's what you just simply tell the truth about rather than saying, well, I, well, after my awakening and during that retreat, I was, you know, wow, <laughs> what happened? Life and reality is a constant rebalancing. Nature is always finding a balance within and without, within your own body, your mind, your heart, your nervous system, your energy system. And the external so-called world is exactly the same, always. So 
when you begin to understand that more and more deeply, profoundly, you begin to trust in a way that gives you permission to tell the truth and not make a conclusion about it. In other words, how it is right now doesn't mean something. Because you know it's not static somewhere. It may feel not only static, it might feel not only imprisoned, it might feel literally ossified, paralyzed. It can feel like that. And that's very difficult. Very difficult. But when you tell the truth and you really feel into that, you will weep. You will scream. You will allow that pain to release itself. Because that's all it needs to do. When we turn it into a meaning and a belief, we often literally identify it. We turn it into a self, into a object. That's the problem. <laughs> so when you can see how that works, even in a very simple example in your own experience, that's very helpful. So it isn't just enlightenment practice, awareness of awareness. It's not just non-dual. That's important. That's an important understanding and development on the path, but it's not the full picture. So awareness of awareness is not the magic fix that you hoped it would be. And I'm sure you've found that out already. <laughs> That's why you're here, not at the other thing. <laughs> Where people want the uh, instant fix that they're being sold. I believed it, just like you. It's okay to believe in whatever you believe in. Eventually the rug will get pulled out and then you'll find out. Hopefully though, you'll have support. That's what we really need. We need a reality check. We need feedback. So that our minds don't take us on some crazy fucking trip. I just had to use the F word. <laughs> it just It was an important emphasis. <laughs> and that's why I'm very grateful that I had the support that I have had throughout my life. I'm profoundly grateful the people that really were really just there listening and getting me and giving me feedback. People I could actually trust. You don't know who you can trust necessarily, but you'll find out one way or another. And to get that feedback of, yeah, you do understand profoundly. And when you hear that and you have that resonant mirroring, <sighs> what a relief. So many concepts and beliefs are not needed anymore because you've got a compass that's working and it's within. Then you're less caught in How do, you, how do I find my way now? Because what you realize is you don't know. And no one else does. But it does.
And that's what you trust. And that's what you tune into. And that's what you surrender to. And that's what enlightens you. And that's what heals you. And that's what teaches you in the school of hard knocks as a human being. And that's why we're here. So we come together in awareness and we realize we are one and connected in this presence. And even though there's you and me, there's not you and me. There's this connectedness. And in a human way, it can feel like love. It can feel like nourishment. It can feel like compassion. It can feel like tenderness. And it's amazing. And it's what I never had. And it's what you never had. And it's now what you have. And when you get nourished by that more and more, it's like this is the purpose of life, is to live from this place. And, and then live your life and do what you do, whatever that is, and find your way on a relative level. And that could be anything, pretty much. A wide, let's just say a pretty wide range of options. There might be some options that are contraindicated. <laughs> but we don't need to make a list You'll know. Because <clears throat> once you find balance, you're not going to be able to go too far off balance before you get back on balance. So it's fine to lose your way. It's fine to become disillusioned with your practice. That's progress. This path is a path of disillusionment, completely. Illumination is complete disillusionment. That's why it's so threatening. That's why it's so scary. Because there's nothing to hold on to anymore. But you can't believe in that. You can just experience that fear when it's here, that's all. And not try to get rid of it because, trust me, I tried. <laughs> every possible way, endlessly, for a long time, and finally gave up. And then it released when it was time, that's all. And I had nothing to do with it. You don't have anything to do with this awakening. So get off your, tri get off your trip. <laughs> Stop beating yourself up for not being enlightened or whatever. Jeez. <laughs> That's the ultimate cruelty because it's totally unconscious and completely self-righteous. It is really an ego trip, trust me. <laughs> Pretty soon you'll smell it when it gets near you and you'll stay away from it. <laughs> Then you'll find the real people. You'll find the real humans. And boy, are they awesome. I am lucky in my life that way. With people all over the world. We're here and we're there. It's beautiful. So, And how wonderful when we find each other. And when awareness and presence is just the rich foreground for you, if that happens, if that's happening, <clears throat> then let it fill you. Let it love you. Let it hold you. Let it support you. Let it nourish you. And just let go. That's all. And if it's not here, 
or disappears. Don't worry about it. Take care of whatever you have to take care of. That's all. It will keep appearing when you least expect it. And you'll find that you are less and less grasping for the answer, less and less grabbing for the solution. And on some level, you're just not fixing it anymore. You're fixing what you can fix, the refrigerator, <laughs> the car. You're chopping wood, carrying water, planting seeds, harvesting, feeding yourself and your friends, taking care of your life, whatever it requires. Or not. <laughs> but this path doesn't really work if you're running away. Because the only thing that works is to face whatever's happening. That's the only way. And that's why the simple instruction today was just tell the truth right now. Tell it like it is. But don't believe it. Don't create a whole construct of meaning about it. Don't build a fortress with it, a prison with it. Careful. Careful what you do with the truth. It's really just to be, it's an offering. It's not a restriction. It's not another identity that you are enslaved in. The opposite. It's what you're letting go of, really. Telling the truth is a process of letting go, not holding on. So notice your nervous system, notice your body when you tell the truth. Are you <sighs> relieved or are you like <clears throat> tighter? <laughs> Maybe if you're tighter, you haven't done it thoroughly. <laughs> it's like when I was first taking yoga classes, actually up on the hill here in 19, I won't say what year, never mind. <laughs> 71. Um, at UC when I was there, we were I was doing hatha yoga with and uh, I remember we were lying doing the Savasana corpse pose. And uh, you know, that there was this thing where you tightened your whole body and then you let go. And I thought, oh, that's cool. I was 18. I was crazy, you know, I mean, I would go, I had a friend that was a runner and he'd be running around the field and I'd be standing my head in the middle of the field for a half hour. That's probably why my neck's so messed up. <laughs> we were weird back then. That was the... That's when Santa Cruz was very interesting. I'm sure it still is, but... So, 
sometimes tightening is actually part of finding the release. Sometimes you have to get tight in order for an opening to happen. So even in your meditation practice, if you practice meditation, sometimes you'll feel as dense and heavy as a ton of bricks. Really, it's like, ugh. And you just learn to be that. You just, you stop fighting it and naming it or trying to figure out what it means and just hang in there. <laughs> it's amazing how things can start to shift and open and all of a sudden you can be weightless. Literally free of a body. Amazing. Amazing. What an incredible journey we're on. It's so easy to lose, to get distracted from reality because we're too damn busy. We're too stressed out. There's too many pressures. What the hell's going on? Why the hell did we create this nightmare? How can we backtrack or go forward? I don't know. Help! <laughs> <laughs> Greed is really killing us. Killing us. Jeez. Oh well. <laughs> well. <laughs> Not so easy to be sane. Not so easy. But. It's worth the effort. Okay, let's sit a few minutes and then I'll open up the dialogue, okay? Okay, so if you have a question or would like to come up and sit together, please raise your hand. And keep in mind that we eventually podcast these talks, so if you prefer your interaction not be on the recording, let us know, and we will edit it out, okay? Please, come on up. Um, I don't have any formulated questions, but um, just coming up to the chair, and I think I, uh, you know, there's some questions that come up sometimes when I'm at home. Um, most of my life I've enjoyed kind of um, diving into the body, um, and sensation through dance and yoga and more body-based meditation practices. Mm -hmm. um, and even though I, you know, have the direct experience of the body not being very solid most of the time, um, there's still there's still a sense of my body. And I don't know if that's a problem or not. No. Why yeah. is it a problem? I don't know. I guess maybe... You're not supposed to have a body? <laughs> no, no body, no mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Well, when you're deeply, like, in samadhi, you could say that, yeah. That's pretty much a description of presence. But, hey, that's just the mountaintop. Yeah. But who lives there? Not too many people. Yeah. Not very practical. Right. Who uh, would plant the seeds? I mean, you know. Um, 
I think, though, uh, like this morning when I went out to my car to drive here, there was a little notice um, from the, you know, police department telling me that I shouldn't be parked there, even though... Oh, you mean you got a ticket? Yeah. Oh. But, but I mean, it, it's no big deal in that sense, because um, they don't actually ask you for money right away. They, they give you some time to move. Even though I knew really? I'd only parked there for two hours from the time I got the ticket, and you know I can be there for three days. It's right in front of my house. <laughs> but anyway, this is kind of a occurrence that happens sometimes, and I I definitely latched on to it being very personal, and um, <laughs> you know. So you got upset. Oh, not really upset, but like, oh, God, who did this again? Who's this crazy person that's calling, you know? Because it's happened oh, many times in the last couple of years. Mm. And, um, but anyway, so, I don't know. So was it personal? Was it personal? Sounds like, I mean, if I understand, because I don't... Mm. In the past, like, um, you know, I usually let it go, but one time I actually called the police department said, you know, this is crazy, you know, and tried to tell them to tell the person whoever called that they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, okay. Um, so this sense of me, um, I guess maybe because I've, I enjoy my investigation of the body a lot, um, that there's some, there's some edge there for me. Um, that maybe you know, I get. I think it's in my thinking mind where I think, oh, maybe that's my edge of staying in this more personal um, triggers that arise sometimes. So as long as you know it, okay. Yeah. Because if you can bring awareness to it, you won't get stuck there. Otherwise, yeah. you get stuck there. Yeah, I don't get stuck there. Okay. Yeah. Well, then no problem. So this sense of perception and perception belonging to somebody um, <laughs> it arises yeah does it get in the way sometimes I mean sometimes my response to it isn't something I enjoy but are you here right now yeah I know Good. Yeah. So it's just. I mean, if you know this here, you can have your human experience, whatever it is, and not make a big deal about it. You yeah. can. You know if it's in the way or not. Right. That's all that matters. Okay. It isn't that you react or whatever. It's not that you're always supposed to be, you know, in every single circumstance. You know, the picture of equanimity and acceptance. There's plenty of things in our life that are unacceptable. Quite frankly. And if we didn't see that, we wouldn't take action accordingly. And we'd have real problems, more problems, right? Because there are plenty of unconscious people that want to do things that are not cool. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So, you know, this idea of being an awake human being in the world, how does that play out? If it's integrated, it plays out quite well. Because you're not, you're, you're free. You're not stuck in having to be a certain way. You might be somebody who's just at peace all the time, and you know you just sit in a lotus position. Period. It's possible. Or you might be an activist running for Congress. Or all of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you might be, you know, yeah. on a boat right now in Louisiana. Yeah. Waiting for the floods. I've it could be anything. That. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. But the truth is, you will be really where you are and fully engaged and able to make decisions that are clear. Whatever's needed, that's the difference. And you're, I can feel that with you, so I think you're okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think. 
Yeah, you're very, you know, it's nice, all the work you did, all the practice and the work you do in your body and all that. That's great. That's really very important for embodiment. So the channels are clear to handle the movements, right? You know exactly what I mean. Beautiful. And it keeps happening. It keeps, don't you keep learning all the time? Oh, yeah. Then it's working. When you stop learning, something's wrong. Something needs to be examined more closely. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Always like a universal underline. <laughs> okay, thanks so yeah, much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, Kali, come on up. Feel so vulnerable being up here. Speak up a little if you can. Sure. I feel uh, of late, um, and especially in the last few weeks, uh, I've. Um, it's been really hard to find center and ground. Okay. Yeah. Do you want some help? Yeah. Okay. So just put your hands on your legs like this. Mm -hmm. Put just, that's it. And open your mouth and take a deep breath into your chest, into your lungs and release the exhale like that. Try it again. Is that causing a bit of a Kriya? Yeah, it's a lot of... Yeah, yeah, let's see what's going on. Okay, take a deep breath, again. <sighs> Can you do it? Is it hard? Yeah, it's hard. Okay. This happens, this is part of the path, okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. Is emotion coming up with it? Yeah, good, just let that come. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. You're being healed. The channels are being pushed open. It's hard, I know. It's a hard part of the process. Just be aware of your feet on the ground. Can you sense them on the ground? Do you feel the ground? That's better. Close your eyes. Just feel your hands on your legs. Oh, good. That's it. Feel your legs on the chair. Feel the contact of the chair with your legs. Very good. You're much more present now. Feel, the, feel your back. I know you're shaking. That's okay. Just let that happen. Feel your feet on the ground. Good. Yeah, just let the shaking happen. Good. Now take a breath. Open your mouth. Take a breath. Can you do it? That's it. Good. Feel your feet. Just keep coming back to the contact points of your body with the chair and the floor. And when you have a moment of calm, breathe. Take the breath and release. Your channels are getting more opened up. That's what's going on, okay? 
Yeah, you're doing okay. It's just, I can feel it. It's a lot, I know. This is where actually sitting cross-legged might be better for a while. You could do both, but you want, if you can sit on a cushion like that and really get, that can help you become more stable when you're having a lot of Kriyas and Kundalini kind of thing happening, that can often help. You can experiment and see because that's a little more secure to sit like that than a chair, even though with a chair you can channel out through your legs in a way that often isn't possible if you're cross-legged. So you can do both, as I recommend. And then when you're in the moments of stillness, only bring attention to the breath below your navel, three finger widths below your navel. That's all. Don't do anything else. That's all you need to do, if you want to give attention. But whatever your mind is doing about it, don't. if you're afraid, of course, let the fear come out. You know. And notice if you're fighting it. That's, yeah, okay, so if you're fighting it, that's where you want to bring attention. Okay? And if it's just too much, distract yourself. Take a walk, lie down, take a bath, you know, just get off it. Don't push it. Okay? Anything else? Go ahead. I think, um... It feels really uh, like a really hard line to walk because um, I'm fighting. And then when I take a walk or a hike or go into normal day living, it um, it feels like it dissociates or like I also lose the ground again. So I'm in a strange just place where I feel kind of cornered. I feel like mm. um, I'm struggling. And mm -hmm. What happens if you're really in your body when you're walking? If you stay really in your body just as a kind of mindfulness practice, of feeling the ground, smelling the air, seeing what you're looking at, really keeping yourself very much in present awareness, sensory-based present awareness. Have you tried that? And? It can really help. It does help? Yeah. Good. Yeah. And you, you know what? You just have to do that. Period. Even if it's 24-7, I'm telling you. That's how it works. You know, it works through us. That We have to learn how to work with it. So, yeah, there you go. So you, now you're tuning in. So you, that's what you need to do. There's no... You can't do any... Nothing else is going to work. It forces us to find what works. See? You're being forced to find out what works. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. I mean, it's just, you, you know, you'll just do it because it's the only way it's going to work. Either that or you'll keep fighting it and suffering, that's all. <laughs> I know, it's hard. It's very hard. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I love being here. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Very much. Thank you. Okay, let's sit for a minute um, before the next person comes up. So when I say, let's sit for a minute, what I'm really saying is, allow realignment with being now to happen, or to be fully available for what is happening. 
out of the thinking mind into the sensing body, the breathing, sensing body, or the awareness of awareness. Good. Okay. Next person. You can feel the whole room connect. That's when I say next. Yeah, come on up. It's like retuning the orchestra. Like the oboe plays the A and everybody in the first violin and everybody gets the A and get the orchestra back in tune. And you have to keep retuning it, you know, because it always goes out of tune. Hi. Hi. You use the words ossified? Yeah. That's paralyzed. Mm. That's where I've been for a long time, and coming here, I have this little bit of um, room. Good. A little bit is, a little bit's important, trust me. Mm-hmm. A I tiny know. bit of light, a tiny bit of space is space. And if you open to that or give attention to it, eventually it creates more of itself, by itself. So notice the room that you have there. Right there, you feel that? Good. That's it. That's the. That's the melter. That's like when. That's like dropping the ice cube in a glass of warm water. It returns back to its original nature. Because that which is paralyzed is actually just energy that isn't moving. That's all. And it will eventually. And it may end up doing what we just saw. I work with a lot of that. I went through it myself, but I was back in my 20s probably when I was in a monastery meditating all day and working all day. It was a lot, but there was a lot of that energetic stuff happening. That's what happens. It. I've had a lot of that, just shaking and trembling all through my life. I've had a lot of therapy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of the therapy embedded me further into what happened to me. Oh. Because uh. I did it for 20 years. And it was the 1980s when you were supposed to, you know, wrestle your perpetrators three times a week. And <laughs> <laughs> it, I remember. it kind of stuck me. And I... Uh. I mean, it stuck me so bad that um, now when stuff comes up, it's a lot less trembly mm-hmm. and more just, it's, it fills my heart. Mm-hmm. It, it hurts so bad, I, you know, and I'm trying to express myself, and I don't know if being a truth teller worked for me. It's how you do it. I don't the same with bringing aw- attention to what's happening. It's how you bring attention. Because you can bring attention to what's happening in a way that you create more contraction, more identification, more separation, more resistance. Or you can tell the truth in the same way. You can tell it in a way that actually gets you more separate, more angry, more identified, more in the suffering, mm-hmm. more believing the story, the mm-hmm. drama. Or you can tell it in a way that actually creates space and relieves the burden of being someone. So you have to find out how that works, how the expression or how, you have to find out how for you telling the truth can work. Yeah, oh, I'm feeling something under there with that one. So that's, that's, that's where you get to find out. That's how you, you know, trial and error, hit and miss, whatever. 
not like how do you do it right forget that there is no right way there's only trial and error trial and error because even when you hit the bullseye whatever you did to hit the bullseye isn't going to work the next time <laughs> you know I mean maybe it will but it's not how it works it's not about the technique that did it it's really a, it's a constant hearing the you know it's a constant adjustment of attention in a in a such a phenomenally sensitive way that we do participate in this process, but we but not through our will or our expectation or our belief. This is where it's very hard to teach. You can't. I can't really teach this. I try, but I can see that it's mostly misunderstood because egos want to hold on to everything and own it. But it's really. You'll. I think you understand what I mean. Mm -hmm. So this is where you can explore and experiment. And maybe that isn't your way. Maybe telling the truth is too in traumatized in a way that that isn't. You need to come at it through some other way. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's just... But maybe that's how you tell the truth, is to find another way to find the truth. If you get what I'm saying. Well, I've been trying to sit and um, I think about my, my daughter-in-law won't let me see my grandchildren because I didn't get a vaccination when the first one was born. And now I've had all the vaccinations, and I still don't get to see them. So almost every, I'm powerless, everything I try to do. And so I've been practicing just sending love. Yeah. And that actually does help, because it opens Good. my heart. But then I feel like I'm not telling the truth. You are, in the way you can. <laughs> And I do have expectations that I'm well, going to love well, you till you <laughs> well, of course invite you, me to see me. That's all right. You know, you can still be a human being, you know, with, with relative expectations. Nothing wrong with that. Hmm. Nothing at all. Boy, you're much more here now, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Look at that. Good. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Okay, let's tune in again for a few minutes, okay? so good to see you and be in the community. You too. Thank you. It's interesting. I went on a retreat and it was the classic Buddhist tradition mm -hmm. to see the contrast. Mm -hmm. I totally relate to what you shared. Mm. I guess what's heavy in my heart... My parents are aging, which happens, right? Mm -hmm. They're in their 80s, 85, 86. And my mom has um, pulmonary fibrosis. Mm. And my dad has heart disease and other mm -hmm. things. And I find myself, you know, as I think about all the work I've been doing over the last 20 years on myself, there's just this <clears throat> wanting to help and so support others through their own healing journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I realize as I do that, I made a commitment every two months there in Southern California, and I'm here that I'd go there for five days, and I really bring presents and cook for them and really be there for them. 
and it's beautiful and it's also quite exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I find I come home and there's like, wow, I need like at least 24 hours to come back to my own center. Not that I'm not. That's pretty good. Only 24? I know. <laughs> wow, you're doing really well. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> I literally have to wake up like um, half an hour before the day starts to meditate and do my mantra to be good. in the field because it's really heavy. I'll bet. Well, yeah. you're, you know, you're, I understand. I've been there. Yeah. With both of my parents. It's a lot. Because you're not separate from them. That's all. So it's very powerful to do this work. And how lucky they are. And how lucky you are. In a way, they're looking at me as their healer. You know, <laughs> oh, can you research this and figure out how we can do it in oh, a natural cool. way? open-minded. Which is great. Yeah. But then it feels like I have a lot of pressure on my shoulders. Like, how about if it goes wrong? Oh, well, you've got to make sure you frame it in a way that's, yeah. you know, realistic. So I guess for me, yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Otherwise you will have a real problem. (laughs) Well, the good thing is we've done intermittent fasting and we've tried all these things. Cool. Anti-inflammatory diet. Wow. So now we're doing enzyme therapy. (laughs) Wow. My mom is so open right now. She goes, I'll do anything rather than take the drugs. Wow. Ooh, really getting an expansion on this for you. And so I guess my question is, I mm-hmm. didn't know exactly what my question is, is I am following it. What? I'm following the it, as you, you mentioned. Obviously, energy. I can feel that, yeah. It's just something comes through me. Good. And I just surrender when I go there. Will you take care of me? <laughs> when I need it? Absolutely. I've been looking for someone. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> we can talk. I don't know if I could take care of you, but I could definitely be well, with I'm you. Well, I'm just, no, but just, you know, I just, I'm teasing you a little bit, but it's really how wonderful. This is important what you're doing. Yeah. I, I love that you're doing it. It's something is just moving through me in, cool. in a way that I'm kind of holding onto the reins, you know, the, the, yeah, the smaller me you're and, follow, yeah. and just following it. And if you're not caught in a belief about how it should go. Good. No. Beautiful. Wow. So I guess that's what I wanted, just confirmation. I feel like I am operating in this. You are. Yeah. It's not about results, you know. It's, don't don't get fooled by that. See, that's where people really think, oh, well, I've been meditating all these days. How come I'm not in line yet? The journey is really right here. It's not about there. Mm-hmm. That's just an idea. And Healing if, isn't necessarily getting rid of a disease, you know. Absolutely. Not from my perspective, it isn't. And it's been quite magical because as as I'm in the space of being in receptivity, something will just drop in. And all of a sudden I found like a... You know how wonderful that you're in love with your parents and that you're in love with you and you have this amazing time with them. Boy, that's rich. Whatever happens. Yeah. You know, we're not in control of this life. Yeah, we we do what we can. We, you know, do the best we can. We try this and that. Some things help, some don't. Who knows? But ultimately, what you're doing is beautiful. Is coming from clarity and love and integrity. You're not in the way. It's so beautiful. Beautiful. So, yeah, so watch it when they start getting into the space of what gets in the way and just make sure you keep letting go of that in yourself. That's all. So you don't get caught up in their expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finding the last two years since this has been starting, um, I've grown so much. My heart is just split open. You can tell. Beautiful. This is good for you. <laughs> this is really I, good for you. I realize this is really a re- reciprocity. There's so much that they're giving me for me to be with suffering. You know, the totally. whole thing about be with equanimity and totally. It's a, it's a, it's a very. You're privileged to do this. You know, you're very lucky. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm thinking I'm going nuts, but um. Well, we could talk about that later, but. <laughs> 
but it, you know, just <laughs> we could have a session or something, you know. Yeah, just I'm serious. I would love to because I've been <laughs> thinking about you a lot, and um, Good. in the sense of I've had such a deep path for. We all need support, no matter who, how supportive we are. I need support. I get support mm-hmm. in different ways. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that would be really good for me because there's some questions I do have that I love to ask you. Sure. Great. Okay. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. (laughs) Thank you. I love you. Love you too, honey. Very much. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Let's tune in again. It's good to see you again, John. You too, Sam. Uh, it's almost like right when I get back into this space, that the weird thing that's going on, I feel it again. Like, there it is. Makes me wonder, I guess, has this been going on the whole time since the last time I saw you, and now I'm able to feel it more deeply again? Mm. Yeah, it's nice to have a sort of, what mirroring of it so mm-hmm. that it can it, that's that's a lot of what these gatherings do mm-hmm. facilitate right so yeah tuning in Good. in some ways Good. Um, and so yeah i guess it's I just pinpoint it it's right about here mm-hmm. and yeah i even have some memories kind of associated with it like the first mm-hmm. time i felt what this thing was it was a very particular moment but it well, you know, to say what it feels like right now is a, it's strange, like it's a, it's a pain, um, but it's also bright and sweet and beautiful. Mm. Mm. So part of me is just like, wants to just invite it in and just, mm. part of me just wants to invite it in, just like open the floodgates, let it pour through. And then there's, there's also the part that's painful. So it's kind of that tension. When you said painfully, went like that. So, is there a pushing it away also? Is that what that was? I just want to check. Mm-hmm. There was inviting it in, and then there was. Seems this. like both are happening. It's like that's that. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, at this now, it's feeling like it has a verticality to it. I was like, okay, like meridian. It just mm-hmm. I don't know if that feels descriptive to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I, what it, the main thing I'm curious about is, I think just trying to. Since I since I last saw you, I spent some time just sitting and just trying to tune in, or just trying to bring attention to it, and just kind of relax and let it do its thing. But yeah, I find myself I guess just curious about if there's a way to tend to or work with this mm-hmm. that's helpful for what it's mm-hmm. what's unfolding there could be <clears throat> i mean that's something that as i was saying earlier you know trial and error you can experiment you can be with mm-hmm. it and see what happens and notice if there's subtle um sort of expectations or mm-hmm. subtle resistances going on i don't want this i want to change it i want to mm-hmm. fix it i want to work on it Nothing wrong with those. Mm-hmm. What's important is, like I've been saying, just to simply tell the truth that that's going on. Okay. Because to do that frees you. Literally, the truth sets us free. The relative truth sets us free. Mm-hmm. If it's expressed or experienced in a way that is um, an offering, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. rather than a grabbing. Mm-hmm. It's like we're giving this truth rather than we're using the truth to get what we want. Yeah. That's not offering. <laughs> so how we give attention to what was happening. Something's opening in you right now. So maybe just even that sort of clarification of the instructions might give you a lot more options. Because you're obviously very sensitive and very aware, and you're very tuned in right now. Wow. You can feel that. So while we're, can you feel that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So while we're tuned in, don't do anything but what's going on there now. And just let it be. Nothing. It's, uh, it's, uh, this is what I said last time. Like when it feels simple when well, it comes you're, up you're, here, and it's well, you're well. Then this is helped. Then this may be kind. Of, then this condition may actually be a little sort of signal 
for you to drop more deeply into what you truly are aware of. Beautiful. Wow. That's how it works. It forces us always. We're forced to awaken and evolve. We just are. Evolution is a is it's not in our control. It's you know, one thing that's really interesting is um the desire to awaken usually doesn't feel very strong in me. Good. Well, that's um, a f you're lucky. It's not in your way at all. Yeah. I don't get that from you. I don't get yeah. none of that from you. That is a real, they're very fortunate. Right. Yeah, I get off more on the healing idea, you know. Well, that's okay. You know, whatever, wherever there's a identity, you just bring awareness to it. Okay. So it's okay, and it's okay to want healing. It's okay to want enlightenment. It's not, it's not that we're not supposed to have the wants. All we need to do is tell the truth. Great. I want this. I don't want that. Uh -huh. Once you can offer it, it lifts. It doesn't stay. Not really. Uh, that's very helpful, John. I Good. appreciate it. Oh, you're really welcome. Yeah, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's the good stuff. <laughs> it's the real thing. Okay, let's just tune in again for a couple of minutes and then I'll do some closing stuff. Okay. Great to be with you. I love coming here. If I could just teach in this space, that's what I'd, I'd just choose this space. I don't know what it is, but I just love being here. I, there's something about it that's really, I don't know, special. But uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a joy for us to come down and to be here. And um, um, I hope to see you soon and take really wonderful care of yourself. Lots of love and... Happy trails. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>